unhireable with white karen and go-to gay tommy okay is oprah winfrey going to run for president yes 100 percent. you think 100 she's like she just planted the seeds of the global golden globes the golden golden globes it doesn't matter they're fake but that speech was also i'm not saying the award (laughs) (laughs) not the award the speech like who cares about the award but the speech was like an iconic defining speech it's going to be one of like the all-time great Oprah moments. Do you know what I mean? That's President Oprah to you. That's President. Yeah, you know, it's funny because they, like her last season of TV, I want them to release it on a box set, not literally, but like, can you just watch that online? It was the single best season of television I had ever seen. They hit every single episode out of the park, like culminated in this amazing, like two part episode. She rented out like I don't know some sort of sports arena and like a parade of people came by and sang to her Patti LaBelle kicked her shoes off obviously it was like amazing her life story is gonna be the sickest thing like she's gonna end up like um like Julianne Moore and that what's those movies it's not the Hunger Games it's with that other chick Shailene Woodley what are those movies Divergent Divergent <laughs> yeah Divergent that's a she's gonna be like a futury like female president of like a high-tech world like yeah, she's evil and divergent, though. She's going to be a little bit evil in real life. Well, is Oprah a little bit evil? I think you have to be to be that successful. Yeah, what does that I mean? I think she has like an iron terms? core. Like, I think that, look, I think that means by maybe common moral standards, some things would look ruthless and evil, like decisions she's made or things she's done to get ahead. But I think that someone who is that driven has their own like moral standards and I think by her own moral standards she adheres to them like I think that she is a moral person by her own like principles you know what I mean but I think her values are a little bit different than other people's values well it's always different to be a manager if you've never been a manager it's hard to criticize not just a manager but an owner like the whole like she's like a a queen I can't even imagine she's like a queen of an empire yeah but I do think that her message she's like split babies in half and stuff uh, is super capitalist and that's what I think is what do you mean by that I mean everything about her is like consumer driven Uh, her website her um, magazine it's all cross promotional she's like black mom Gwyneth Paltrow so she I think could win against Trump Gwyneth Paltrow could also run for office fuck that she could she could be like a congresswoman if she wanted to she could she 100 percent could yeah 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 she's she's probably you know self-righteous enough to make it happen but i mean what does gwyneth paltrow know about anybody i guess she could like represent manhattan but like soho like from like you know 110th street south i think they might have their own congressperson actually no i think manhattan has its own congressperson i could be really ignorant about that really that sounds wildly wrong it does sound <laughs> wrong but also right i think manhattan alone has like a couple million people living i'm I guess so we'll never know no we do have the internet that's not what we're talking we about, won't though. ever know oprah could oprah should know because she's running for president and i'm sure she owns property she in is New running York. for president even if she pulls a donald trump and like runs for the visibility of it because people had time to get used to donald trump running for office by the time he for real ran for office i don't know and what i think she might pull one of those and then like either this next election or the one after it fucking do it 
I think if she's going to do it, she's going to do it in 20 because she wants to oppose. And she wants to ride Trump. this wave. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it is self-serving on one hand. But like, of course it is. I also think Oprah probably does feel. How do you get to have that influence and not think God? <laughs> how do you know that she does something to do with it? She does. I mean, I, f- I believe her when she talks about her spirituality and like the secret. I think that she probably feels called to serve people in a, in a way that like is like pathological. Mm. But that I think like every. And I think, but I think that that also is balanced by her almost pathological if that can be applied instinct to self-preservation like i think that she's like a hardcore survivor survivor and she really wants to help people and the combination of that is what allowed her to get so big because she can make hard calls it's like for a greater good i have a lot of friends who disagree and think that she absolutely will not run um well i think it's valuable for her if people think that okay msnbc the ticker under Trump says this guy. That's all it says. <laughs> this guy. Honestly, MSNBC is annoying as fuck, though. Like, I hate it when news tries to be cute. Yeah. Don't be cute. Be news. Don't Wait, get is all this cute guy news. a thing that I've missed because I don't have a phone for a fucking week? I don't know. Who did he call this guy? I oh, missed this. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, uh, Arpaio. Oh, this guy. That's who he's... Oh, yeah. Arpaio, Arpaio. Oh, I don't know. That guy is a fucking monster. Apparently, I.O. He is like... Uh, who's the guy from Auschwitz? The Mangle guy... Or? Rudolf Hess, was it? Okay. I don't know. The warden of Auschwitz. Okay. He's like that, isn't that? He's like a fucking... He like held people against their will. He was like setting up a concentration camp yeah. in the desert. The guy's a fucking... I mean, that's like... He's a war criminal. I think he's a war criminal. <laughs> we do like throw that word around on this podcast. Because it applies to so many people, starting with all the men that were in the room uncomfortably clapping for <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> we won't name names. Alfred Molina. No, I'm kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, everybody, every single person who was photographed there or said anything or even looked at a person is getting called out. Is that Colby? Who? Oh, it's Michael Grimm. Oh, okay. Fucking Michael Grimm. The news. Staten yeah. Island congressman threatened to punch out Michael Shuto. Scudo? Scudo? I forget his name. The guy from New York One. Uh-huh. Was this like, like, <laughs> pu- like kind of like, like petite little gay guy uh-huh. was like asking him questions. <laughs> and like this like Goomba, like <laughs> fucking Italian Staten Island congressman <laughs> was like <laughs> i'll knock you off the fucking uh, balcony <laughs> and like he like kind of charged him like a, like an animal in the lion king <laughs> like, like an about animal? to sing a production number about murder yeah it was crazy so he came at him full gay no no well the gay was just standing there like ah <laughs> but michael Grimm, the fucking italian congressman was like about to pounce on him while cameras were rolling. That is so fucking hot. Do you know what? He would <laughs> still have his job if it were not. If I think Obama was president when that happened. It wasn't. Yeah, it had to be Obama. When Obama I was president. I knew it. So <laughs> if Trump were president, that guy would still have a job. I don't think he should. He's a piece of shit. But that's my prediction. Mm. Trump would have protected him. Of course. Um. Oh, did Obama say he had like a, no? That's not why he got kicked out. Like okay, he was, he that's was what a you felon. No, 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 no. The guy, the guy, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He's gross. Yeah. Um, 
Oprah, I don't know. The speech was like Queen amazing. Oprah. The speech was the speech was the exact right thing at the exact right time to the exact right group of people. And that's like such a like she like she like created this like little synergy point in history and out of which like new history will come and that's like she's she like marked a moment. Okay, it was a so milestone speech, it's what it was. She marked it as distinctly a woman's moment which she no, marked pre and post right like pre like this whole thing has been talk and then she made the speech and now it's like okay now this is the era of the woman yes yes oh fuck we're in a matriarchy now that's where we're heading yes get ready which is the oh, exact same as a patriarchy but with so a chicken annoying conversation oh there's gonna be endless annoying conversations oh that's all it's gonna be <laughs> i'm i can't handle it i'm out no i'm just kidding if it's lesbians i'm fine i'm down for the lesbians it's like straight women who are white mostly that i'm just like Ew. lesbians never want anything to do with me oh I love a lesbian. I don't know what to tell you. You love a lesbian, yeah. I'm I'm not joking. I'm attracted to straight women. If I'm attracted to a woman at all. You know, I do like straight white women. It's not like I don't. Like, uh, I just really, like, I don't know. I think that Me Too has really been, like, a thorn in my side. But then Oprah <laughs> clued me in. Has it been a Me Too in your side? <laughs> it's been... <laughs> Non-consensually in my side, yes. <laughs> but I'm a man, so no, it hasn't been a Me Too. I, too, it's have been, been getting like... Me Too'd by Me Too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you haven't ever been Me Too'd in any other way, so... I mean, I have, but consent. Um, That's true. A lot recently. Mad consent. What's yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? Shout out to... <laughs> just kidding. Um, But I also... Like, I don't know. Like, the way Oprah described it, I, like, bought it. I bought it. But it was, like, a really, like, straight... Like, the, I do think that the bigger issue is these monster men. And that's what she did point to, is that the era of the monster men is over. And so, that's good. And, like, all of us men should think about our monsters. I know I certainly am, like, in a much deeper way. Like, thinking about ways that I have, like, wielded my monster manness and just, like, got in my way when it wasn't fair. That's and, so like, hot. Yeah, you know, I I depend on it. I like throw a fit when on the like low end of the spectrum. Like, if there's like a line for the bathroom, I'm like this is a fucking woman's problem. Why is this my problem? I want this to be my problem. Well, we're gonna have all gender bathrooms so everybody knows that everybody farts and shits, and then you can blame everybody. Okay, but I stand strongly against that. Um, <clears throat> Why? I think Here's we should all think. shit in front of each other. Fine. I'm fine with it. If there's in in I'm just kidding. I hate that. I would never want that ever. Women only, men only. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get the fuck. All right, out of fine. Here. Then we're not having the conversation that we we're just gonna have because I agree with that. I totally need my privacy for five fucking minutes. Yeah, yeah. If you want to come into the restroom, by all means, I don't give a shit. I mean, please come in after me and me to me, but it, you're no, not no. invited. But like, you, I don't give. A, if you want to come into the men's room, come into the men's room. But like, if you feel comfortable going into the women's room, stand in that line. I am not <laughs> having that in the men's line. I'm just not going to have it. Well, what are you going to do? Piss on each other? No, it's like crazy because men, we can go boom, 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 in and out. And that's my Sometimes one men's no. right. That's my one like MRA thing. It's like bathrooms. But like, that's come not in. Even... I don't care who you are. But here's the thing. You know, whatever the like, the like, the real predators 
are men <laughs> That's of the bathroom point. bathroom predators i don't mean like wh- whatever i mean like emotional predators <laughs> exactly the real b- bathroom predators are men so all this trans Not talk trans is women. so si- trans women are, are women. men that fix themselves like <laughs> and be <laughs> and elevated themselves to become women like they're they're like you they must be commended yeah and welcome for taking the, the noble around and welcomed into the bathroom it's straight men like also giving or men, up, you whatever. know what? Like this is probably problematic. I don't Cis mean men. it in this way, but I'm, like, also, why are you trying to keep trans women out of the women's room? Because there's always a longer line for the women's room. So wouldn't you think trans women would be like, I would just want to go into the men's room because it's so much quicker to be boom, boom, in and out. And if you were so against trans women, wouldn't you want to punish them with long bathroom lines exactly. forever? You know what I'm saying? Forever. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like if you're no a trans woman, like you face violence if you go into the men's room. You, you were, face you hostility if you go into the women's room. It's like a lose-lose. It's a lose-lose. I do like a single stall bathroom. Like, you know, like... Agreed. What All-inclusive all with the sink, boom. a mirror, a fucking hand dryer, and then you can just sort yourself out Give and be on your fucking way. Or, alternatively... Amen, sister. Here's a great bathroom tip. Okay. New York City. Hot tip. Union Square, the Hyatt, on 13th and 4th Avenue, I believe, has, in the basement, you go down one level... The best bathroom situation. It solves all the problems. It's one room. There's like a little like divider. It's elegant, elegant, elegant. There's a little divider between the sinks. And then you go up and there's just a wall of very tall uh, like wood panel doors. Or they think they look wood panel. But it, uh, it's like faux. Regardless, there's like 10 of them. And you just Wait, go so in. Wait, so how do you, you just go in? Yeah, each one. It's Wait, but you can like just how do you can you just room. go into the Hyatt like no, no problems like no big deal. You just walk no big in, deal-sies? say hello, and walk right to the elevators. Take it down one floor, go straight to the fitness center. So basically, level. like be white. Uh, oh maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that can't be. Like, don't like. Yeah, well, maybe. I don't know. Try it out. Let Being us know white how it must goes. help tremendously. Actually, Try it out. Let me know how it goes. A hundred percent I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're white, so you're whiter than I am, except for not literally. Wow. Um, this has been a Tommy's New York hot bathroom tip. Uh, yeah, Karen's so irritated. Why? <laughs> but I will tell you, that's what I did I'm not irritated. You're misreading me. I did. You're misreading me. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm cool. I thought you were like irritated with me telling a boring story. Now I am that you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really fucking annoying. So. Go fuck yourself, Tommy. Waste of time. <laughs> I did a lot Don't of pooping there, though. Did. It's a good poop bathroom. You should always know the poop bathrooms in New York. When when the little app that I work for was in a WeWork, the WeWork has the best bathrooms because they're f- these full, beautiful stalls with the like, these like floor to ceiling doors, and it's complete privacy, oh. and it's nice. And then you can like share like a very fine communal sink area. They were the shit. The WeWork people, the whoever shit. runs that <laughs> business, <laughs> must be very rich. Not Oprah rich. Few people are Oprah rich. You know, it would be interesting to go from one billionaire to another billionaire. What do you mean? In terms of sucking dick? Presidentially. (laughs) Oh. oh. (laughs) We're now, because that would bring us into the era of presidential billionaires, which we've never been in before. Yeah, that'd be weird. In terms of billionaires, I'd rather it be a woman. And a self-made billionaire. Agreed. Well, self-made is a funny word, but it applies. 
Like she did that <laughs> on the backs yeah. of a lot of people that she probably exploited because you have to. You have to. On some level to make that to power make billions. Pi- yeah, listen, power and money are finite. So you have to have them. You have to have them by their definition down. at the expense of other people. That's just how it works. I do think, though, that Oprah is at her core. I mean, she's probably a psychopath, but she's a good psychopath. Does that make sense? I think she's the lesser of of evils. She appeals to people's good. She does appeal to their narcissism, which is bad. She does appeal to their consumerism, which I think is also bad. I think it's smart. I think she has a way of tapping into our animal nature, which is as good. Like our fundamental nature is as capitalists, is as consumers. And you can see it because it's like totally entrenched and woven into the fabric of every human society ever. And when it's not, it's the exceptions that prove the rule. That's how we are. And she knows how to appeal to us on this like core emotional and also like weirdly core like animal reptilian level. Like she's so good. Yeah. She also though has white women. That's what I keep coming back to. Mm. I think she could win because she has white women. Mm. And they all she would appeal. This is the brilliance of Oprah is she would make them not feel as brutally racist as they are. Right. In this She'd vote. be their black friend, yeah. It'd be so annoying. The boost that that would give to white women. And the left would have to give it to them. Here's what I think. Would have to give it to them. <clears throat> She'll unite us. She will, mark my words that I stole from you, yep. unite us, unite the nation. I love when you steal my words. I And, and keep them. <laughs> uh, I love seeing white woman-ish... Uh, Rachel Maddow. Oh God! Even Rachel with Maddow's the sound genders. off, she's insufferable. She's scrunch. She's making a sarcastic face, she, her. and it's mute. Uh, uh, like, and what is that about? Ugh, I just like her ironic tone of voice. Okay, it's a stack of paper that maybe should be thinner. It's like just like crazy. It's like I I can't with Rachel Maddow. Yeah, I'm not trying to like start a beef, but I just like think she's probably um. also really annoying in person. I don't know. I think Rachel Maddow is probably really fucking cool in person. Uh, But I think that her politics. I don't know. I would like to talk to her about politics because I like. It's her sarcastic delivery of politics. Like, why is everything ironic? (laughs) I don't know. Rachel. Um, I think that she probably is in circles where that's how people communicate. She does it in a way that I find less mm, irritating. Yeah, but I find those circles hard to hard to kick it with because I don't like that. She hangs in circles where people would ask her her pronouns immediately. <laughs> I imagine. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? I like run concentrically with those circles. I used to run uh concurrently with them. And then I, I moved myself. Were the circles bit. all ass to mouth? Uh, <laughs> only all In a con- perfect circle. <laughs> deeply, con- deeply and explicitly consensually. <laughs> and In a, perfect a lot circle. of check-ins along the way to uh-huh. make sure that it was still consensual. Right. Uh, I was like hooking up with this guy when I was rape crisis-y and uh, <laughs> seeing rape everywhere. And at one point he was like, can you just stop asking me if it's not okay? I will tell you it's not okay. Do whatever the fuck you want. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I couldn't like snap out of it. I felt like every move was a rape. Rape crisis sex sounds terrible. I got, I mean, you get over it. I'm sure you like, if 
find a good partner, whatever. But a lot of people who do rape crisis work look like Rachel Maddow. Mm. It's a lot of white women, a lot of lesbians. Um, Gender news. Changing. You know, I just think that, like, if women want to change sexual violence against women, I'm 100% on board with that. Of course. We just have to call it, like, what it is. (laughs) Because I don't actually think a lot of rape crisis work that's rooted in the women's movement uh, really understands men and perpetration. You know who understands men and perpetration? Men. Donald Trump. And Donald Trump, yeah. He made a new name, Sloppy Steve, which is exactly perfect for Steve Bannon. Yeah. (laughs) He nailed it again, again. He always does. When has he ever, ever misfired on that? You know? Literally not once. The man has a God-given gift. And again... This is my exact political view that everyone can quote me on forever. <laughs> <laughs> he has a gift. Well, it's a gift. You know, I just think he's becoming po- more and more powerful and that scares the shit out of me because as this is all happening, hmm. you know, he's flooding um, California with ICE agents and they're like promising to do raids and it's getting kind of fucking scary. Like yeah. the, the talk around the wall is really depressing. Yeah. What are we going to do? I don't know. It's not I think cool. They're gonna build it's not fun. I it's think not that, funny. Look, here's the thing. I think that the walls are largely is just like symbolic and not going to amount to much. I think that it basically it's going to amount to a politically supercharged public works project that will probably be good for jobs and they'll probably report as that. And then we'll have a wall and it won't really affect much because like people get around that kind of shit all the time and like people come in other ways and and most of the people that come into this country fly in and don't leave so he's trying to keep people out it's like bit by bit like you know he is playing a long game i think he is playing a long game i don't think he's fucking around around about immigration and i don't think he's fucking around you know part of me thinks that this is like also like um not a bad thing like look at how russia is like always preparing to go to war their thing is like always hyping up this like this threat and now all of a sudden that's real and it's like holy shit and so and they're like these the super like protectiony like military people and the future is like like war and global warming and everything is going to displace so many people you're going to need like game of thrones white walker style a physical wall at some point in the not so distant future like that's gonna i don't I think he's also picking up on something there. Not okay, that it's so a Mexican specific threat, but the world is going to get crazy even more so as like in our lifetime. Going to be remembered. If that's true, he'll be remembered as the greatest president of all time if he builds the wall. Yep. Because he'll be the one who saw that coming. Who stopped the White Walkers. <laughs> but I'm just saying We're in like. not white. W- w- which is the whole point. <laughs> yeah, the POC Walkers. It's a racist wall. Um, but who knew? It's keeping out white people. White Walkers. <laughs> Just kidding. It's a terrifying. I thing. think that the scarier, scariest thing about Donald Trump is that we have no idea what kind of president he is yet because that is like a future that remains to be seen that we don't have access to right now. Here's what happens. This bit is all going to play out later. Florida submerges. Bits of the Gulf Coast start to submerge. People start to move within this country even. Something happens in Central America. Floods people up into Mexico. Floods Mexican people uh, 
out of their jobs, out of their homes, not floods people, Mexican people, like <laughs> makes Mexican people start to fight for their jobs even harder. Like it's going to come into the South. Yeah, I could see that. I happening. think you're going to see like more violence, more like disparity in income. And if the like, wall's already there, that's going to cap that and just make that it's going to be a pressure cooker. If we yeah, if we really exactly it really would be a pressure cooker. The way on, that the wall in Israel is a pressure cooker. And just, oh my God, it would be horrific. What I don't like is seeing how such a Trump and Netanyahu are egging each other on and like, and like becoming these like weird, like funhouse mirrors of each other. Baron Trump has his father's haircut. Poor kid. He has literally the exact same Poor haircut Aspie as his kid. father. Um, He's a little aspapus. <laughs> um, <laughs> Poor baby. I think a lot of kids are. Yeah, I do too, but I think he's like visibly like I see it. asped. I mean, I have a big, big family, so but I see it in some kids in my family. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I think it's fucking normal. Um, I also think it's like amazing for like Why? to just like see how the human brain can develop in different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's such a like kind of common misfire that it's like part of what people are also. Does that make sense? I feel deep. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is just what people deep, are. Deep, well, when deep, you deep. see it in kids, when you're like around kids, you really do see that. You also see that there are ways that boys are and ways that girls are. And there yeah. are boys that don't act like boys and girls that don't act like girls. That's just like biologically speaking, penis vagina stuff. There are people that are born that have different sex organs. There's a spectrum. I get it. I'm not discrediting it. But boys are one way, girls are another, in like certain arenas that are that are different. And everyone in my family, because there's so many people, talk about how girls were to raise and boys were to raise, and boys were easier for a lot of people. Probably you can make a really? lot. Really, I've heard that boys are so much harder. Well, they're all batshit insane. Yeah, that's true. But emotionally, yeah. girls flip out more. Oh, girls are. But I was a girl. Girls get worked up. That's the thing. Hmm? I was a girl and a boy. I was gay. Yeah. I like. How are gay kids to raise? Do you think? I think a nightmare, (laughs) especially if you're violently homophobic, like my family was. (laughs) You know, no. I mean, I just mean like brutally violent. Um. So yeah, I would flip the fuck out a lot, like screaming, like public displays like opening the front door so people could hear me screaming um at my mother (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's such a move like as soon as i was gonna say don't hit me i would open the front door (laughs) you were a nightmare child (laughs) yeah but she was hitting me yeah right right but also like that's a really funny nightmare kid thing to do (laughs) blow up your mom's smile like that (laughs) she's like tommy i said don't say that (laughs) oh no then yeah so but she didn't love that huh um i just think that like boys and girls in general are different and acting like there's no difference between boys and girls is part of the problem and like a lot of men do that and a lot of women do that um like if you want to like the logical extreme to take like gender neutral stuff is that like there's no difference. That's like what underlies that. Like you just refuse to acknowledge any difference. 
Like, where does that Wait, end? what? What do you mean the, fin- the uh, that underlies gender neutral? I don't think that's what gender neutral means. Gender neutral. Like, I get like... Gender neutral just means somewhere more center rather than on a, a like distinct end. No, not as an identity. Oh, okay. I mean as like... I think you meant as an aesthetic. Well, I mean sort of like gender neutral bathrooms... Um, if you're going to do them, do them right. You're not saying necessarily that there's no differences. You're saying that those differences aren't, don't like add up to, aren't like actionable. What like do don't mean? necessitate separate bathrooms, for example. That doesn't mean that there's no differences, but you're just saying like, yeah, this is not an actionable thing that I need to like do something about. Like you guys can just share bathrooms. No big deal. Yeah, I guess. I don't know why I'm even talking about bathrooms. Um, bathrooms are a very fucky subject. I know, because people give a shit about... Oh, and because Rachel Maddow came on and I was like, is she she her or are they they them? Well, um, wouldn't you know about it if she was they them? No, because it'd be an annoying thing. For, well, maybe she would put it It would be a there. thing because people want to know. Yeah, but maybe she is just they and she's like, oh, she is who I am. I don't know. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I could see how somebody at that level uh, would kind of like try to stay out of it as much as possible. Although they all have their fucking personalities. She does. Anderson Cooper now is like the gay guy and he's like got his gay bestie. It doesn't work though because two cunty white gays. Who's his gay bestie? Uh, Andy Cohen. Oh, 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 oh. But two rich, cunty, white gays is not a There can only be one. Yeah, no, no, no. You can't. It's not cute. When They're they occupying get... the same resources, so they can't They can't be besties. Well, they can be besties in real life. No they one can't... has to die and one can live. Uh, well, ooh. <laughs> All right. There can only be one and it's a fight to the death. All right. So who do you think would win? Anderson Cooper or Andy Cohen? <sighs> well, Anderson Cooper is a cunt, as we all know. A huge cunt. Yes, but Andy Cohen's a Jew. Andy Cohen is like a floppy little underdog. Who would win? Who would win? My prediction. I think Andy Cohen would win. Um, I always would trust a Jew over old money. Agreed. To win in a fight. Mm. More, More at stake, existentially, from birth. Jews are born... Knowing that other people have to die so that we can live. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's Including why our own that. ancestors <laughs> who burned in the ovens of Auschwitz. Oh, May they rest in deep. peace. That is deep. Did you have relatives? No. I mean, everybody had relatives. Oh, in like a like. In a family tree sense. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously, the people I'm descended from lived i don't think anybody like also i think they were in like my mom's ancestors are iraqi you know her parents are iraqi my dad will know my dad's were here so it's i don't think we have like escapees but in the family tree a million percent it's not possible it's like an old old jewish families yeah well and it touches all jews and it touches all Jews. the same way that even if you haven't been me too that me too touches all women like yeah it does i get it and so i guess like sort of thinking about gender differences like I do think that there is a difference in the way that like sexual violence impacts men and women. And that's like why I've been like fighting the sort of like me Too battle in my head of like I'm on board with it. But why am I feeling so resistant? Why do you feel so me too? No, I don't. No, no, no. But I feel I've been feeling really resistant. Oprah actually helped me see. It took a black woman mm. who I who I don't like just immediately write off the way I do a white woman. 
fair. Um, even though balanced. Me Too was started by, I think, a black woman. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Hashtag Me Too. But <laughs> hashtag y- friend of the show. You know, women have been doing this work a lot. Like Feminista Jones has been doing stuff around this. Like we keep bringing her up. Can we get her on the show? Yeah, she lives in Philly now. Oh, I wonder okay. if she'd do the show. Yeah, she might why do not? the show. Our yeah, why wouldn't she? Dope as shit. Yeah, she's dope as shit too. Yeah. I love her. She's great. She's a big fucking hustler too. Like she just like does a lot of shit. She writes books. She writes like she wrote like a a black feminist Fifty Shades of Grey called. Uh, push the button um that's really amazing i read it actually did you for a women's literature class was it a horny thing yeah it's like it's a really like it's like bdsm okay it's like really like kinky uh-huh um but she wrote yeah i mean there's differences between men and women i respect however anybody identifies i don't think that like having a dick makes you a man like i get it yeah um but I do think that the main battle is these monster men. And that affects more than just women. That affects everybody. But women also make up the like the people that prop up the monster men. So it's it's like an everybody problem. I don't think that it's fair to reduce it to gender. Like yes, the people doing it are mostly men, but it's like they're not doing it in a vacuum. Everybody like there's like a like looking out for everybody mentality. And when people say boys club that doesn't just mean boys. I'm not totally. saying that there's like I'm not look I'm not saying that women are like grabbing pussies or whatever <laughs> like right and left but yeah they're in there we're all in there okay listen like you can be white or like functionally white you what can be <laughs> what does that mean like are you functionally white you're functionally white you're the like mm. safest example of functionally white I still don't get it that I can give okay somebody who's not really white but like operates in society as a white person oh yeah right 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 you know bet reaps the benefits i reap um i've been known to reap you're more comfortable (laughs) like saying black people do that than i am and i don't think like what do you mean what do i say that sounds racist (laughs) like you've called black people white you've called barack obama white oh yeah totally not because he's half white but because of his power level right um and that get a certain level of power, you just become white. Yeah. And you use the word in that way. So like, right. I'm still kind of coming around to that. You say a lot of shit. Like you said the M word on race wars last week and I was literally in hives. I've said it before on I race wars. <laughs> Rod says it's fine. I mean, you said it in front of two black people and you, in front of an audience of however many more, like, it's not like you're like hiding it. Um, but it's not at anybody's expense and I'm not like doing anything racist. It's like always like joking around with people and funny. Totally. I literally can't ever think that I would get comfortable enough to say that. Mm-hmm. It's like so ingrained in me to just not say that word. And that's I, I have a philosophical uh, like ball that I roll in my head around that. Like why do I feel so strongly about not doing mm-hmm. something? Because I really don't feel that way about almost anything else. I feel that way about the word cunt on Twitter. I don't use the word cunt on Twitter. That's like a Why? stopping point. There's something about... Do you say cunty? No. I really? don't even. No. Why? Not really. I is don't it, know. I just like don't want to... Is it too harsh in print? Yeah. It reads harsh to me in print and like I just don't want to invite that because i say that word all the time 
cat like conversationally yeah but i never so that's another stopping point but with the n-word i just i don't know i think i was raised to scream it at people it's not like I've never said it in my life. Really? Because see, I never say it except when it like serves a joke and everyone's in on it and it's funny and it's all good and we're all hanging out and Sherrod's there. It's probably because I said it in a racist way in my youth. Okay, yeah, I, see, I never did that. Like stay the Oh, I'm a good person. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I guess I'm just rotten. <laughs> I guess and you're rotten to the core. All right, I'm glad we cleared this would up. Would own slaves today, <laughs> I guess, if like that were the case. No. Um, because slaves do exist. It's uncomfortable because uh, it's true. And I don't <laughs> own them, so. Well, you have that. the mustache of someone who does. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, are we talking about boys? B O I S? Honey, we're talking about whatever you want to be talking about. <laughs> and we're evidence. Uh, a gay serial killer. That'd be an interesting turn in my narrative. Um, I'm still writing it. I'm actually in the process right now of writing. You know, I think the Me Too movement has impacted me and inspired me. One thing Oprah said Mm, in her speech is when we speak our truth. Mm. uh, I don't remember the rest of the quote, but it was like something. Speaking your truth is the most powerful thing you can do. do. Yeah, I was going to say we can change. Yeah, our world. Yeah, exactly. Our worlds change it. Yep, that's basically it. So I have like (laughs) lately been like grappling with my truth because i had a really intense experience in the in the fall Mm. um with my family like a really fucking intense experience um and it like really sort of like reframed the way that i looked at things and it overlapped with a lot of like trumpy stuff did you manage to fuck any of it out um I fucked crabs into myself. <laughs> yeah, you did. Last, yeah. Leave this, it to you to month. fuck yourself into a delicious snack. Yeah. Earlier this <laughs> month, I did get crabs. Crabs. And, uh, that was a brutal fucking nightmare uh, to deal with. Wait, so do you have to shave off your whole body hair? Because they might be anywhere living on your body. Um, your golden ginger body hair. No, this is what you, they, you don't have to shave actually. Um, oh, you just if, took the option. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't ever really. I shaved everything on my chest. Mm. This is where I had it. I had it on my chest, and I had it on my pubis. Oof, pubis. Um, so I just got the creams. I shaved up that shit. Yeah. Combed out the nits. Uh, continue to you know, I'm still within the ten day period, so I have to redo the big treatment and i'm just doing the maintenance treatment in between um but it's like you know it sounds like a shit ton of work i don't know that you have i would like to literally rather much, just have I'm, crabs than have to do all that crabs are a nightmare i, I thought i had an outbreak of new moles what so does an outbreak of moles sounds like a terrifying <laughs> nightmare cancer, scenario cancer. <laughs> stage four an outbreak of I was moles like, oh my god oh my god I <laughs> have, it's an irish person's nightmare <laughs> i have eight new moles right between my belly button and my dick this is that is the sign of impending death, death for yeah, an yeah, Irish yeah. person. So I wasn't really upset about the crabs. Wait, so, really but what does crab feels like? What does, what do crabs feel like? Okay, so I was not really sensitive to it because my skin, <laughs> I have psoriasis. Oh, so you have that thick psoriasis elephant skin. It's not that it's thick, it just is constantly <laughs> getting inflamed in new places. Mm. And I get like itchy. So like me being itchy is not... A, a warning it's sign It's not to news, me. yeah. Yeah, it's really not, unfortunately. Um, 
And so you yeah. were itchier than usual, but just the same itchiness. Accompanied by moles. So at first it was red. So I probably let them singing get, and dancing moles. I probably let them get a little bigger because I thought it was a psoriasis outbreak at first. So I I let them become full like crabs. Like they were. <laughs> I could see legs moving. Could you? Literally. Shut the fuck up. They're tiny. That's fascinating. I let me tell you. <laughs> that is so interesting. Let me tell you. Do you see the spot right here? I do. This is how I found out. All right, Sean, I haven't told you this. My brother Sean, what's, <laughs> what's up? up, Sean? Okay, this is so embarrassing. I can't <laughs> believe I'm going to admit this to you. I have to tell him this. Okay. I was FaceTiming with him and his daughter last week. <laughs> and I was like, ow, hold on one second. <laughs> um, and I went, I like went and saw that i had this little bug right here on my uh bicep and you thought it was a tiny aids yeah, well i i looked at it and i was like oh my god is this a fucking bed bug i like freaked <laughs> the fuck out <laughs> and i went and i looked and i saw that it was like the same shape as the moles that had grown <laughs> so i went and i, I started pulling moles out and i could see legs moving on <gasps> a, a few of them nightmare i went so berserk i can't even tell you <laughs> did you wait is this shit like over the counter that you can get or do you have to go to a doctor because that would be high key not cool you a hundred percent can get it over the counter oh thank you jesus you can Christ. get everything i went immediately and got it right away over the counter obviously yeah yeah i also immediately poured tea tree oil all over my body and vaseline i did the chemical harsh shit and the homeopathic shit i'm doing like literally everything all the time i'm covered in vaseline it's it's really been it's been a process mm. it has been a process but it has also helped me to realize uh that it's better to have crabs mm. than to have no crabs skin cancer <laughs> or no crabs um and it is also okay for women to have me too for themselves <laughs> is the point of that i think oprah helped me see that women can just have it because also i think like gay men a lot of the time we just like are really like cunty to women because we're like bitch i remember in high school when girls that look just like you benefited from not being gay like benefited from the homophobia because it probably took some of the like sexual pressure off of them from these like you know because like teenage boys who are straight must be a fucking nightmare for I girls. always get along great with gay guys not all girls not all girls my best friends were girls but i remember some girls some girls the gross ones the ones who were still the same girls who were gross mm. like um can i have ice water that's <laughs> what i asked for this doesn't have ice oh you mean my sisters <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like deep breath. All right, let me just tolerate this for a minute. You're welcome. Um, so that makes me maybe a little bit of a misogynist. Uh, but it took Oprah, a not white woman, mm -hmm. for me to really hear that Me Too is about women. I get it. I mean, I still think that the big picture, it misses something. But all right, have this fucking thing. What does Cheers. it miss, men? Yeah, I think it misses men. Yeah. Yeah, it 100% misses men. But that's Well, does all right. it miss men, though? Because men have like partook... It's not the point is maybe really what it is, is that it's not the point. It's that a obviously sex differences matter, men and women. And uh, also um, 
women can have this. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, yeah, women deal with different shit than, than I do. I have my own like way to think about it. And also like every gay man I've talked to thinks like what I call being sexually assaulted is no big deal. So maybe it's no big deal also. Or maybe everyone's been assaulted. Or maybe just like a finger up my butt in P-Town by an architect named Chris. Was he hot? Nine years ago against my like knowledge. But what were you wearing and was he hot? Um, I was wearing like shorts and a t-shirt and mm. no, he wasn't really my type. You know what he looked like? What? Probably me in like 10 years. Oh. Yeah. So Still not hot. for <laughs> me. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was definitely assault. No, it was like, yeah, it was an assault. But like if also, it were Brad Pitt, it would be a blessing. And God's gift to you. I mean, he was rich. I mean. And so kind of a well-known architect. Had worked at places people You could have probably squeezed some architecture out of him. Um, Or at least like fucking shacked up. I think he lived in L.A. Like at the time. He could have broken you off some L.A. Wherever he fucking lived. Yeah. Um, You know what's fucking weird though? The, you know, cunty gay guys. So I, I'm with no, him. No, I have no idea. In P-Town. I'm with my <laughs> friends. And this guy, this guy does it to me and two of my friends and then he's with two of his friends in new york one of the guys i'm still like connected to on social media the other one like unfriended me and then draw me drums no 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 i met him like almost 10 years ago oh. and then what? like he so like who cares that he unfriended me we were never going to see each other again drama except for <laughs> that he comes into the restaurant that i work at now drama and acts like he doesn't know me Oh, but we had like talked about like, and I can't believe you just shot down drama and then brought drama. Yeah, I know. No drama. It was drama. That's drama. It was drama. Who fucking cares? What is drama? I don't know. You brought it up. Stop bringing things up and then shooting me down. When I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. It's rude. It's rude. I don't like being shut down when I agree. (laughs) It was was because I was ignoring you, not because I was rejecting you. I was talking my own. That's worse. I'd rather be rejected than ignored. I know it's my problem though. Sometimes I like start telling a story and then I just keep going and i was like tunnel vision but you snapped me out of it i'm sorry you're welcome i'm your oprah yeah but i don't i shouldn't be <laughs> shutting you down with my like tunnel vision it's a great it's aggressive and mean and my narcissistic storytelling it's okay but i'm a narcissistic cunt as well i know that's why we get along it's like i, t- I think i've said it before fully a year i took a uh blowjob class with my friend jesse on sunday night it was at babeland she bought us tickets for um she like sent me like a vice article or whatever about like someone who did it I had like a fun experience and she was like, would you go? I said, yeah. So we went and it was like, they give you a banana and like a condom. There's like some sheets like this printout and um, they go through like parts of the penis and like different things that you can do and different ways that you can do them and like tricks and how to put a condom on with your mouth and like all this shit. Right. So I would went in there being like, I mean, I'm an obvious master at this like okay. what could they possibly did you tell them that i me? give massages while giving blowjobs oh and also crabs at the same time apparently. <laughs> so they were like one. they they included um crab play <laughs> cool not kosher <laughs> um yeah it was actually super fun i blew this banana <laughs> i like as a joke started like pretending to gag on it <laughs> we're women. and the women around me didn't care Oh, were they all serious? <laughs> no, I mean people were giggling and stuff, but I was like, I was like, pretending that I was like, cho- like I would like do the exercise and be like. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was your improv class. Because <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was really informative. The girls at Beyblade are so adorable. And like, they did such a good job. They really did. You can tell that they're just like probably it's mad like a feminist to fuck. sex toy shop. 100%. Right? It was like so fun. And I bought. Oh, I can't say it. Why? I can't say it because um, it would ruin the surprise. For the man that you're maybe sleeping with? I will not confirm or deny. Okay. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's up, though? <laughs> um, um, yeah, Mazel it was like tov, they had all these like really cool like little tchotchkes that you can buy for your puss and balls. Oh my god, my favorite things: puss and balls. <laughs> as long as and it's then, a puss, so I not brought, a puss. I bought an interactive dope ass fucking thing, and then um, the nature of which shall be revealed at a future date. And then I also bought a penis candy necklace because I was hungry. And did it taste good? It was sugar. It was gross. Yeah. yeah. yeah, it was, yeah it was sour. <laughs> no, I wish oh. it had been sour. I love a sour. The sours it was are my just favorite. That like powdery sugar. It was that. It t- tasted like Pez. Yeah. Oh, I do love a Pez. I love a Pez too, but it was less satisfyingly crumbly. Um, it ma- was like, yeah, it was like whatever. What a violent toy, though, Pez. You just like <laughs> keep decapitating whatever you're doing. I think Rosie O'Donnell probably <laughs> collected Pez dispensers. Does that sound about right? Sounds perfect. I think she should have, <laughs> right? You know, what do you do? You walk in to have sex with somebody and they have a room full of toys. Do you turn and run or do you double down? Violent ISIS decapitation toys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, now. That, that reward you with candy. You're in Stephen Sondheim's house. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't that's know like what a that very niche to. joke uh, for people that know anything about theater. If you theater. know anything about me, you One know word. that I'm not niche. Meryl Streep on the television uh, in a caftan. Looking pretty good, actually. Um, in a commercial for that movie, The Post, that she was nominated for golden glurb is it <laughs> is it a whale based movie um i oh, know this is an ad for whales no no they, now it's changed <laughs> it's, it's, it's another thing it's like some like celebrity cruises others thought they were selling whales <laughs> a celebrity cruise where tanya harding is i want to see that so bad i want to see i tanya Tanya Harding is a national treasure she was at <laughs> the golden globes last night talk treasure. about getting me too'd as much as she was in on the fucking, like, cover-up a little bit mm. around Jeff Galuli and that other guy whacking He's the Kerrigan. best name of all, of all time, Jeff Galuli. Tanya Harding is, there's so much to say about her. Yeah. I can't even begin. Then we won't. That movie <laughs> will change. I think that Did that's... Did you see it? I, okay, <gasps> listen. I really hope that I my friend Allie it. isn't listening to this. What's up, Because Allie? I'm supposed to see it with her. But I couldn't wait anymore. She had a baby, and it's been a month. So I had to watch it. But listen, she's going to get really no, mad. No, I don't like that, yeah. What? Go ahead. What I just did? Yeah. Because I said I was going to see it with her? Well, oh, no, no. I think you should have seen it with me. Oh, you're mad at me, too? Yeah. We didn't even have a plan. I, know. I had an active plan with somebody else. <laughs> I was like, Karen's pouting in the corner. You should have just known. <laughs> I don't really agree with people oh my God, I take keeping back previous social obligations women. to not you hang can't out have with me. me too. Break your previous plans <laughs> to hang out with me. I demand it. I went with this. Like, Stop fulfilling obligations like a good friend. I, I hate it so like, much. I sort of daddy that I'm dating, but he's not a real daddy. Ooh. I, oh, I have a, an identifying detail about <gasps> him, but it's like such a good one. I can't, I can't, I can't. Oh, you can't. Not an identifying detail. He was not an, for a daddy. Yeah, yeah. He, he's not an actor, but he was <gasps> 20 years ago. Okay, it's not identifying. And he understudied somebody. 
Don't. Amazing. Okay. Um, but I can't even reveal it. Don't. It's like the gayest possible understudying you could have done. And I saw I saw the play, but I saw the star, obviously. Ob. In Boston. Right. That's all I'll say. So now you have a kind of melted version of him. Yeah. <laughs> all to yourself. It was an amazing experience, though. Could, so biblical, some would say. Oh, right. oh so this anyway. is Daddy. Daddy. Okay. I saw it with him. That's my point. That's um, nice. What does that mean, Daddy? Does that mean you're, like, together? No, he's... 13 years older than me and I have a complex about that big deal I know but I'm like you know he's like 48 he's like almost 50 yeah big deal know, but he's fucking amazing big he's really deal hot too. I, um, I see that as all Benny's he comes from a family with money I come from a family with no money I Tanya is like all about class in this country it's really mm. it's an amazing movie and it's told through comedy which mm. makes it even more amazing. You're welcome. And it tells it, it is <laughs> the most accurate depiction of abuse that I have ever encountered. Really? I In what the, way? This sounds hot. Because it captures the brutality of it. Mm. Um and also doesn't pander. Shows that like people can be resilient through humor. That that you don't just have to be like traumatized and like the, there's the only way to honor the stories of people being abused isn't through like serious drama it can be through comedy nope serious drama only and you know what's really telling about i Tanya, seeing it in the theater mm. with people who come from abusive communities and families yep. and people who come from insulated communities you can tell by the laugh patterns there's a lot of uncomfortable laughter there's a lot of knowing laughter and then there's people who are just shocked and can't laugh you know i'm sure there's people who see that movie and are triggered because it's pretty brutal actually um but i think that the silence that you hear is a lot of people who are like oh what is this (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah that's not me that's what (laughs) happens when someone puts it up your butt if you're in the movies you just chill and watch yeah, that's how, that's what happens if you're white and grow up in the suburbs. Oh yeah. Uh, you you watch I Tanya and say things like it minimizes abuse. Oh, shut the fuck up! I come from working class abuse. It literally is the closest depiction to it that I've seen. That's what it was like growing up mm. w- around the people I grew up with. I didn't grow up with men who hit women the way that like men hit women in that movie. That's different. My the people that hit me were my mother's the one who beat me. Mm-hmm. Like she, so the person who punched me closed fist the most was probably my older brother but it was between my mom and my older brother so like my concept of like abuse comes from like women and men so that's why i agree it's like it's it's about letting people i don't know what it's about i don't know what it's about yet i'm still figuring it out but that movie really does a great job also alice and jenny that part was written for her i read I mean, yes, but also, like, it's a real person. Yeah, I know. You you just got to see the movie. Alice and Janney's so fucking, uh, like, shockingly <laughs> Alice and Janney in that movie. <laughs> Everything you think Alice and Janney is going to be in that movie, she is times 10. And <laughs> if you don't know the Alice and Janney canon, the number one place to start is Drop Dead Gorgeous from, like, the late 90s. I think it's, like, 98, 99. Kirsten Dunst, mm. Denise Richards. Mm. It's about a beauty pageant in Mount Rose, Minnesota. And it's, I, I can't, the moms are played by Ellen Barkin and Kirstie Alley. It's the best movie. There's, 
there's I can't even explain. It's the funniest movie I've ever seen. It is the funniest movie, and she's a big part of it. Oh, that's such a waste of fucking air. We're not fucking medium popcorn. Mm. What am I doing giving a review? Review. Hashtag review. Allison Janney. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Thumbs up. Hard thumbs up. She's the best. Everything, right? Everything, everything. The absolute best. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, ooh, let's go down the Me Too superstars at the Golden Globes. Please. Let's rank. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Okay. Um, so we'll start, obviously, <laughs> Oprah. Superstar. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, is that the title? Yes. Me Too Superstars. Um, okay. Oprah. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. Hard thumbs up. Oprah for president. Okay. Hard thumbs up. Uh, I don't know about Oprah for president, but that speech really has been in my brain. So, mwah. congratulations. Iconic moment. Uh, mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon. Thumbs up, Legally Blonde. She's an also a noted American citizen. Uh, yes, okay, <laughs> thumbs up mainly for her entitlement and yes. also thumbs down deeply for her entitlement in that arrest. Uh, thumbs up mainly, though, because I, I thought... I love what a cunt she is. Exactly. She, like, never stopped being the cunt she was as a teenager, like you said. Can you imagine what her daughter, who looks exactly like her, must be like Horrifically insufferable. Her Oof. daughter must be the world's biggest... You know what, cunt. Inshallah, <laughs> I never have to allegedly, her allegedly from the other side of the bar. Yeah, allegedly for legal reasons. Allegedly, alleged, alleged, <laughs> alleged. She's a child, so also allegedly. Okay, let's go through Oprah's posse really quickly. Uh, Ava DuVernay, thumbs I up, thumbs down. Thumbs up, because I I don't know. People seem to like her, and I don't really give a shit. Thumbs up. I don't um, know her stuff. Like I, I don't I don't know if she's cool. Then I'm cool. Yeah, thumbs up because I think uh, you know. I think she's like a good filmmaker. So, and I like her. I think she's, I like her on Twitter. I think she's honest. Uh, Gail, thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up. Gail is ride or die. And I always thumbs up ride or die. I'm really liberal with thumbs up too because life is short. Fuck. You know what? I'm not liberal with thumbs up, but I'm, okay, so I'm thumbs. Ride or die. That's it. I got a thumbs up her. Even though I I give her a big thumbs in the middle about Charlie Rose. Loyalty, honesty. Yeah. I know, but I think that's where that gets in the way, right? She probably knew some shit, heard some shit, but was like, Charlie's good to me, so I'm just going to pretend I didn't hear that. Like, so I always wondered, like, you don't get to do what she's doing. Everybody keeps secrets. Everybody fucked somebody. Yeah, that's true. And she probably, whatever, you know, Everybody did. But I like her. I like her. I like her. Um, Okay. So then uh, who else was sort of me too? Well, Rose McGowan. Thumbs up. Friend of the was show. Was she there? No, she wasn't. No, she wasn't. No, yeah. nobody wants to be honest. Friend of the show, nuts. thumbs up. She does her thing. And we still have questions about the Afflecks, who were nowhere to be seen at the awards. Hashtag, I, where I are the Afflecks? Like, oh, here's the thing. In a rape cave somewhere. Raping. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. You heard it here first. The Afflecks are allegedly raping <laughs> in a rape cave right now. Yeah. This is where they've gone. This is where they've been. Have you heard of a man cave? Yeah. It's just like that. For raping. But also exactly like that. Allegedly. <laughs> Hash, hashtag Affleck. hey, what's up? <laughs> I mean, honestly, you know what? Allegedly. Then circa like. Uh, but yeah, they are so problematic. Can we just like not. Here's the thing. Do we need Affleck? And at most, how many do we need? I say one at most. But not Casey. Casey's face is so, so unfuckably annoying to me. Like, I hate looking at it. I hate looking at his beady little eyes. Ben Affleck, I have some love for because he used to date J-Lo and 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I and forgot about that. Gili, Gili, Gili. Her pussy magic transfers to him. Boom, boom, boom. A little bit. Yeah, but he's a fucking monster. Fuck him. Bye, bye, bye. We need no Afflecks. I'm over the Afflecks. <laughs> Thumbs down on both the Afflecks. You know what? Thumbs down on both the Afflecks. Again, always. You know what? Matt Damon is like a less problematic Affleck, and he's problematic. No, hashtag never Damon. I'm over him, too. No, no, no. I, you know what? Fuck that shit. He got short, short-dicked or whatever <laughs> um, with his very reasonable, extremely reasonable comments about like Me Too shit and... And how people aren't going to settle anymore. Talking over women on Greenlight, Project Greenlight. Like, you know, he has like... He keeps he's fucking trying and he's... He calling the New York normal- Times on Harvey Weinstein's behalf. Fuck all that noise. I don't know. I don't know. I would... Look, if it... Co- okay, fuck, Mary kill. Affleck, Affleck, Damon. We've done this before. Oh, fine. So you know what I'm doing? What? Fuck that. I'm not wasting any time. Kill, kill, kill. Great. Okay. All right. Um, so then I want to do a couple more rate and reviews from the Golden Globes. Let's. Uh, oh, Natalie Portman. You know what? Thumbs right the fuck up. Uh-huh. I saw her in 1997 play Anne Frank in a play uh-huh. pre-Broadway in Boston. Mwah. You know, I just, I've, I, I've always liked her. Okay. I like she's that too because she's Israeli. Yeah, yeah. She's a Zionist. That's a little weird. She's but hot as shit. No, yeah. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm just kidding. She yeah. named her kid Aleph. No, not. Um, I know. She like, didn't she make Aliyah at one point or something? She's Israeli. Oh, she's Israeli. Um, so, all right. So thumbs up for her. Uh, what about. Multiple. Uh, all right. I mean, this is whatever. who is living for every inch of Oprah's speech. Number one, every black woman. But especially Viola Davis. This is who they were cutting to. Octavia Spencer mm. was uh, a little more stoic, but really like drinking oh. it in. Um, oh, oh my God. God bless. Fill it in. The gorgeous. Me. Oh. oh, Karen Margolis. Right, uh, oh, look, you got it. Uh, <laughs> Tracy Ellis Ross. Tracy Ellis Ross. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. To all of them, all of them. <laughs> My girlfriends. That was terrible, but uh, also amazing. I mean, come on. Nailed it. All right. Um, <laughs> and, and then also uh, the white women that were loving it. You know, Meryl, I projected a little bit of... She wasn't like yas queening the way she was mm. when the other, that other white feminist, Patricia Arquette, uh, gave her speech and then said that the gays and minorities need to step up (laughs) (laughs) off stage. She was like, you need to step up like we've been there for you. Who was weeping? (laughs) People were openly weeping. There were like a couple of younger (laughs) women that were openly weeping that I couldn't. (laughs) Laura Dern was like actually having an orgasm during Oprah's speech. She's a gift from God. Period. You know why? Because she fucks young men like my age. Yep, 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 yep. She's and she looks fucking hot. She should be. She's banging. If she were a gay man, I would be like, yo, Laura, what's up? What's up, Laura? A hundred percent. I'm saying it now. Yeah, the daddy I'm with is kind of like Laura Dern hot. Really? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Is that boastful? Because I mean it to be. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I do all right too. (laughs) You're fucking killing it, but we can't talk about it. (laughs) No. Until we can. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to be such a good story someday. I mean, or maybe never. Um... Yeah, but well, eventually on Patreon. Did any, who else won Golden Globes? I forget. Oh, oh, James Franco. James Franco. And then the next day, like a couple of people are like tweet ass shit. Yeah. yeah and Ali Sheedy. I was like, you know what? There are a couple. Of, the first two I read, I was like, okay, maybe not, maybe not. And then Ali Sheedy, I was like, now I'm. Is it because I know Ali Sheedy? Confirmed kill. Yeah, that's tough. You know. Yeah. You know, James Franco also has that history of like like young girls on uh, Instagram, like the one. 
I don't know. Yeah, he's gross. He's like a loosey goosey gross guy. I really like. I don't his think acting. he's like a predator, but I think he's like loosey goosey, and yeah, I think that he—that's also a choice <laughs> to be yeah. that loosey goosey with people. Yeah, and like, you know, all right, do do your due diligence and like fucking relax. Well, also just like yeah, do your due diligence in finding people that are chill with that level of loosey goosey. Right. Don't be so reckless because you can literally have. That's part of the loosey goosiness. Also, it's like yeah. this, like this kind of like abandon. You know what? That is a true thing. What people that are loosey goosey versus rapists. I know multiple people who have loosey goosey themselves into uncomfortable situations that were consensual and fine, but yeah, um, they fucked it up for themselves. Totally. Totally. Um, who else won? Anybody? Oh, Gary Oldman. He said some shit about gay people a few years ago, and I'm like, "You're British. I don't care what a good actor you are. Fuck you." I think. Mm. I think it, I, I have that vague memory. It's like you know, like every Jew is like, um, uh, "What's his name from Genesis?" Phil Collins is anti-Semitic. <laughs> is he? Have you not heard that? No. Every maybe Jew I, I know in Brooklyn, so maybe it just has made it through the Sephardic Jews. That's good because I hate what's his band again. Genesis. Genesis. Oh yeah, but I loved it. I loved the Peter I like, Gabriel. I like I loved his. It with him. Yeah, see, I like his specific music actually. Like. Yeah. Genesis. But I don't like, like Genesis. Band, I don't. Though. I don't like their sound. It really irritates me. I don't like that synthy sound. Yeah, I kind of like it. Uh, okay. Anyway, anybody else you want to talk about? Um. No. All right. This was fun. Yeah, this was fun. All we right, love we'll- you. Patreon.com/slash/onhireable. News coming up on there, so uh, you might want to stay tuned. All right. We love you. Love. Bye. Bye.